Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Paychecks Business Podcast. My name is Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications that you probably know, like The Guardian and The Hill, Forbes and Entrepreneur. But more importantly, I'm a small business owner. My 10-person company provides financial and technology management services, and I am always in need of expert advice. This includes real-life advice from real-life business owners like myself on how they're handling the challenges of running their small businesses, and that's what this podcast is all about. However, on this podcast, I'm actually not talking to a real-life business owner. I'm actually talking to actually an expert about something that is near and dear to the heart of real-life business owners like myself, and that's Bill Gosselin, uh, who is with Paychex Compliance. Bill, what is your title at Paychex Compliance? Uh, I am a compliance analyst. Compliance analyst. Okay, great. So your specialty uh, right now and what you've been focusing on is the whole thing that has to do with uh, the deferral of employer taxes. Is that correct? That's correct, Gene. Good. So what we're going to talk about for the next you know, 15 minutes or so is I want to make sure that if, if you're listening to this podcast, you understand that you have some options for deferring your payroll taxes this year, your employer federal taxes, um, all related to coronavirus. So again, this is not a, uh, it's not like you're getting out of paying these taxes, but you've got the ability to defer them so that you can save some money and save your cash um, and you'll have to pay them you know, in the future. So that's the general roundabout thing. But Bill, I'm actually, I'm going to turn it back to you. Explain to us the rules. What do we need to know about this payroll tax deferral? Oh yeah, sure, Gene, no problem. Uh, so basically one of the provisions from the CARES Act, which was passed at the end of March, is the ability for employers to defer the employer portion of Social Security tax that would normally be due on all payroll. They can defer those taxes through the end of the year with 50% of that tax being due by December 31st of 2021 and then the remaining 50% being due December 31st, 2022. Let me interrupt you with one question. You say social security taxes, does that include Medicare? No, unfortunately it does not. This is just strictly the uh, employer share of social security, so the 6.2%. How about Medicare? That still has to be paid currently, I'm assuming, correct? Yes, it's still, yeah. Medicare, the 1.45% is still due. Um, there's no deferral piece of that. It wasn't part of the, the law that was passed. Got it. And again, because this is all just federal and it's the employer portion of FICA, Social Security, this does not include any states or local taxes. Correct. Yeah, it's just strictly the employer portion. Um, again, the employer's still responsible, like you said, for Medicare. Uh, they're still responsible to withhold uh, the employee portion of both Social Security and Medicare and then federal income tax as well. So that that all stays the same. It's just, like I said, it's just strictly the employer portion of Social Security. Got it. Yeah, it makes sense. So, you know, it's funny, the IRS just released more guidance on this uh, just this last week, which for me was like, I don't know, like what more guidance do we need? Like, is it, you know, what, what questions were coming up that the IRS had to provide more information about? Well, I think the biggest one, Gene, was um, obviously with, uh, with the, paychecks protection, the Paycheck Protection Plan and the small business loans. Right. Uh, there were a lot of questions on whether or not um, businesses could still uh, partake in, in the business loan and to further Social Security tax. 
So what the IRS came out with in some FAQs they released last week is that employers do have the ability to still apply and obtain a small business loan through the Paycheck Protection Plan uh, and defer their employer portion of Social Security tax. The only caveat on that is when they go to seek forgiveness of that loan, if that loan is forgiven, from that point forward, they no longer can defer the Social Security tax. Got it. So let me take a step back here. When the loan becomes forgiven, um, that's for our payroll you know, expenses. Um, and that would include the employer portion of payroll taxes would be part of the forgiveness? Correct. Right. So if that's forgiven, obviously, we, we didn't have to pay it. So we wouldn't, you know, there would be nothing for us to defer. Well, the, no, no, the, the, the loan is forgiven. The taxes are still due. Got so, it, right. So, right. so even though the loan is forgiven, you still paid payroll. Um, you still paid those wages and the taxes are still due on those wages. You just can't defer the tax on those anymore. They, they would become due their, their normal deposit date from right. that day forward. Anything that was in the past, anything that you were deferring up until the point you received forgiveness still falls under the guidelines of the deferral. And the, those would, again, not be due until half before the end of 2021 and then the other half at the end of 2022. Okay, so that makes sense. So the general principle though, is that if we're being, if we're being given money by the government to pay for our payroll expenses, which includes FICA, uh, and we pay it, but then they forgive us you know, for that, they're not giving us a, an added deferral of those taxes because they already gave us the benefit of forgiving that portion of the loan. So that makes, that makes sense to me that that would, that would be the case. What about after now the, the payroll protection program is for eight weeks. So I have that eight week period, then the eight week period is over. And let's say it's over by June 30th, just for argument's sake. After June 30th, do I still have the ability to defer my FICA taxes? You do as long as your loan wasn't forgiven. Um, again, if you apply for forgiveness and for whatever reason you don't get that forgiveness, mm -hmm. then you can continue deferring those taxes through the end of the year. Uh, but again, as I stated before, mm -hmm. once your lender grants you forgiveness for that loan, from that point forward, you can no longer take advantage of the deferral program. Got it. Okay. Well, I guess you and I don't have to get into the debate or whether that's fair or not. I mean, this could go on for months, you know, and oh, right? absolutely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you can have like an eight week period of forgiveness under the payroll protection, which is great. But then, you know, if we go back to paying our payroll and we're incurring payroll taxes, the government is saying, well, you had your forgiveness for those eight weeks. So we're not forgiving you for anything after that. Or not, you're not allowed to defer taxes for anything after that. Right. Yeah. Um, tell me about the filing requirements. What do I need to know? Um, at this point, the IRS hasn't really given any guidelines exactly as to when. Um, all they've said is that, you know, again, 50% due at the end of 2021, 50% due at the end of 2022. They haven't really defined any of the parameters around how those payments uh, are going to look um, and exactly how you go about doing that. Um, they're in the process right now. Uh, you know, you still have to record this information and report it on your quarterly 941. Uh, but again, they haven't really given any direction yet on the uh, on the payment process yet. 
Got it. And so for some of us right now, I mean, we're, you know, we're in the second quarter. Do you, you, you do expect to get some guidance from the IRS sometime soon, I'm assuming, at least before the end of this quarter? Absolutely. Um, we were, I was on a call earlier in the week with the, um, that the uh, IRS hosts with the entire payroll industry. Uh, and they did say that guidance is forthcoming, uh, but um, they didn't really give a time frame as to exactly when. Uh, but we are hoping that we are going to see that within the next week or so. Okay. Would you recommend to clients though or to small businesses, Bill, if you're, um, say you're not participating in the Paycheck Protection Program, so let's put that aside. You've got your payroll going, you are, you know, you're withholding FICA, and then of course you need to pay in your employer's share of FICA. Are you recommending right now that you withhold that payment of any employer's share of FICA until the IRS figures out what the filing and payment instructions are going to be? Um, you know, I think each business needs to make up their mind on exactly what, what works best for them. The way that this um, piece of legislation was designed, uh, it, it's more of like a, an interest-free right. loan for employers to look at. So I think uh, as a business owner, uh, you have to evaluate your own business and your own needs to know whether or not that money is going to help you out now. Can you afford to continue paying like you normally would? Uh, and, and then way you don't have to worry about that money being due at a later time, or could that money really help you out right now? And if it could, then maybe this is something that you want to take advantage of, uh, just remembering that you're still going to have to make those obligations just at a later time. Right, got it. And I think the overall, um, the overall message that I'm getting from the government, from the Treasury, is that these are unprecedented times and the government's trying to do everything they can to help small businesses. So um, if a small business owner determines that they, they do need the, that money, um, and even if the IRS hasn't come up with instructions for what to do, um, you're probably okay uh, holding on to that money as long as you realize you're going to have to pay in next year. It's just deferred until at least 50% of it until 2021 and then the other one in 2022. Is there any size uh, business? Is there any limitations for any business that can participate in this? Or the, no, actually, that's the one great thing about this provision. Uh, with some of the other credits that came out in recent legislation, there have been restrictions and parameters around the size of your business. Uh, but this one actually is available to any business. Uh, there's no restrictions on it. Uh, it doesn't necessarily, even if you weren't directly impacted by the COVID situation, uh, you can still take advantage of this if you want to. Uh, again, it's up to you on your own personal business needs. Uh, again, just keeping in mind that if you choose to defer, you, you are going to have to pay this money just at a later time. Fair enough. Bill Gustin, anything else that we need to mention? Uh, not at this point. Like I said, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, the IRS, this is a one piece, the IRS, um, they, they have given us some guidance, uh, but we are obviously still waiting uh, for some more crucial uh, pieces uh, to kind of fill in the puzzle. Um, but I think for right now, I think I've covered everything that, that we know so far and, and hopefully businesses are able to, uh, to take advantage of this and, and meet the needs that, uh, will best suit them. That's great. Well, Bill Gosselin, compliance analyst at Paychex. Thank you very much for more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics. Please visit the Paychex COVID-19 help center. The address is paychex.com forward slash coronavirus dash resources. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Bill, again, thank you for joining us. Stay well. We'll see you on our next podcast. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2020, all rights reserved.